Well, hello, this is Gail M. Gilmore, and welcome to another episode of Body, Soul, and Pocketbook. I want you to know with every opportunity that I have, I want to share with you how God wants to bless you in every area of your life, body, soul, and pocketbook. 3 John 2 says, Beloved above all things, I wish that you would prosper. Be in health, even as your soul prospers. Yes, every area of your life, your body, your soul, and your pocketbook and finances. I would like to continue this week with the body. You know, the last episode, I was talking about temple care. Yes, our bodies are precious temples. And yes, we only have one. There are many ways that we take care of our temples, our bodies. And you know, this month, the month of October, is a time that we really focus on two conditions that primarily affect our bodies, especially women. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And you know, we wear the pink ribbons And all of us, all of us, male and female, we have all been affected or know someone who has lost their life to breast cancer. We also know of breast cancer survivors, praise the Lord. You know, my mother that trained me up in the way that I should go, she passed away from breast cancer at the age of 86. We still pray and we hope that we see the day that cancer will be completely eradicated, like we're waiting for the day for this COVID-19 to be eradicated. But we know that God is in control. But in the meantime, we as women, we, we need to continue to do our uh, self-breast test examinations and also have our mammograms done. There is another another condition, special with women, that we also recognize in the month of October. October is also Domestic Violence Awareness Month. You know, domestic violence is one of those things that could be totally, totally preventable. What is domestic violence? The YWCA has come up with a very uh, concise definition. Domestic violence is a pattern of controlling behavior used to maintain power in a relationship by one partner over the other. See, it's not about love, it's not about jealousy, it's not about any of those things, but it is primarily about power and control. Some of you have heard the saying that hurt people hurt. And I believe that is very true because when people are hurt, and sometimes men We need to, or men may need to um, display uh, that lack of control by um, means that are not loving, especially to their partners. There's a verse, a couple of verses in the Bible that we really need to think about. 
Ephesians 5, 28, 29 says, In the same way husbands ought to love their wives or their partners as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife or partner, and I keep saying partner because this abuse that happens between a husband and wife is bad enough, but we know in a day and time, you know, even when people are not married, there can be a high or high instances of domestic violence. Now, it's bad enough when someone that you are married to um, does this abuse, but I, I can't quite get when you don't have any ties to a person. I think that's something that could be remedied quick, fast, and in a hurry. But I want to continue with this verse for a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it as Christ cares for the church. So I, from that, I, I, when domestic violence occurs, as we said before, it's really not about jealousy or lack of love. It is about power and control. And sometimes in order to take control, sometimes it, it overflows into abuse. It's about power. Don't forget that. It's about power and control. 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, 6,000, 7,000, 8,000, 9,000. Guess what? Every nine seconds, in just those nine seconds that I counted, a woman is battered. A woman was battered in the United States. 95% of all victims of domestic violence are women. Yes, the statistics have changed, but also we know there are men that also experience physical violence. The statistics go a little further. One in four women, but one in seven men will experience physical violence by their intimate partner during their lifetime. 50% of all women murdered in the U.S. are killed by spouse or acquaintance. Domestic violence is the cause of 30% of physical disabilities in women. 90% of battered women reported that their children were present when they were beaten. And these statistics are from the Riley Center in San Francisco, California. You know, breast cancer, there's a lot of uh, attention to that because people reveal that when it happens, go to the doctor, diagnose. But a lot of times, because domestic violence is a silent killer, it's a silent maimer. Sometimes um, women feel so ashamed that they don't report it or you know, or they're intimidated, or they're in fear. 20 people a minute are affected by domestic violence. There are 20, on an average, 20,000 calls made a day to domestic violence hotlines. And women between the ages of 18 and 24 are affected the most by domestic violence. 
you know, God put a woman in my life, uh, in my path, that really opened my eyes to uh, domestic violence. And her name was Sharon Dixon. And I wrote her story. I wrote her story. And it's in a published work called Only by the Grace of God, The Story of Sharon Dixon. You know, I vowed that as long as I had breath in my body, I would not let her story be forgotten. And one day, I am going to make her story a movie or a documentary. You know, I had an episode earlier, don't procrastinate, no coulda, shoulda, woulda. But I am going to make sure that her story becomes a movie, a documentary, even if I have to use a whole bunch of cell phones as cameras or something to get that story out. You know, she passed away in 2008. She became a victim when her jealous boyfriend shot her and left her paralyzed um, from the waist down. Um, it, It was power and control. She had been married before and divorced with two young children. And when she met this second man and had a relationship and she kind of sensed something was not quite right and she tried to break it off but he said in effect that if he could not have her no one else would and he shot her through the breast and left her paralyzed she was paralyzed from around the age 22 she passed away in at the age of 58 and I truly miss her But Lord gave her opportunity. We traveled up and down the uh, East Coast, and her story went across the country. She was featured in radio and TV and newspaper articles. We did numerous workshops to let somebody know because you need to let at least somebody know when you're going through um, domestic violence. One of the organizations that she sought help from was an agency called the Her Shelter, which stood or which stands for Help and Emergency Response. And they have always shared some wonderful information, and I've always included their information as a bookmark in Sharon's book, Only by the Grace of God. Because if you answer yes to So these questions that I'm getting ready to share with you, you really need some support and help. This um, dilemma of domestic violence, as I said, can be reduced. It is preventable, but we need to pay attention to some red flags. And when you read Sharon's story, and this book is available at graceentwineministries.com and amazon.com, you will find, and Sharon, there were some red flags, but sometimes love or different situations tend to cover up what really is going on. But listen, has your partner ever hit, slapped, punched, bit, shoved, cut, choked, burnt, or spit on you? See, none of those things should be condoned, not even... Uh, not a playing basis, a horseplay, or no, nothing like that. Has your partner thrown objects at you? Has your partner restrained you against your will? Remember, this episode is called Love Should Not Hurt. It Should Not Hurt. 
to be a woman. It should not hurt to be loved. Has your partner ever insulted and humiliated you or called you names? See, this abuse is not only uh, physical, but it can be emotional. It can be verbal. Has your partner stopped you from seeing your family and friends? Domestic violence oftentimes uh, isolates you from people, your family and friends. Because when isolation occurs, more abuse can be, um, can be involved. Has your partner destroyed your property or other personal items? When a lot of times people take things tangible, the next thing that they will destroy is you. Has your partner forced you into unwanted sexual acts? Has your partner withheld affection, withheld affection to punish you? Has your partner ever lied or made promises to control you? You see, the power and control is all through these questions. Has your partner restricted your access to money? You know, you you can only get money that that person gives you, or you don't have access to a bank account. A lot of times, women that find themselves not employed, they are more vulnerable. One of the things that happened to Sharon after her first marriage had failed and she was divorced and she had two children. And of course, when the second man said, um, if I can't have you, no one. And she was shot. She went through a time she didn't quite know because of the trauma of what she had gone through. When she had come to, he manipulated her and made her feel that the only way that she could survive uh, being a divorcee with two children was to marry him. He was well off. And the twist in this story is that she did marry her abuser after he had shot her. And the abuse became worse after they got married until she found the courage to get away. Has your partner monitored your phone calls or denied you use of the car? This is control. No one deserves to be abused in this way. Abuse, it can be physical, it can be emotional, it can be sexual, it can be economic. There are sometimes destructive acts that are intended to hurt, to frighten, or control the behavior of another person. But you can help yourself. First thing, things crop up like this, call the police, call the police. The laws are stronger now for those that uh, perpetrate and um, do this abuse. Uh, calling shelters like the her shelters. Uh, sometimes the best thing that you do is that you need to leave and go to a safe place. Take your children with you. Your children are affected. Uh, even Sharon's case, her children were affected both physically and emotionally and verbally. Gather your important documents. If you are hurt, go to the hospital. A lot of times when hospitals examine you and they know uh, there's evidence of things of, of of um, domestic violence, they can report it. Uh, You need to save evidence such as medical records, even photos of wounds. 
Um, if need be, you need to press charges against that partner. Um, you may, when children are involved, go to the, the juvenile domestic relation court to protect you and your children. Again, uh, love should not hurt. You know, I just want to read an excerpt from um, Sharon's book because of the of the power and control. Um, victims may find themselves uh, between a rock and a hard place. And that's what usually happens in uh, instances of domestic violence. It also happened to Sharon. Uh, One thing that Sharon, I say that she turned from being a victim to a victor. She found the courage, she found the wisdom to, to leave but that only came from God. It came from his direction. And I'm just going to read one paragraph from the book that I wrote on her story, uh, Only by the Grace of God, and I think this sums it up. Things were spiraling out of control, but Sharon had learned how to walk with God as time went by. She was consistently praying for direction, It was hard living this way, full of fear, scared to leave, scared to stay, listening to stories from Charles about how he was going to ice her, listening to scenarios from Charles about horrendous things he was going to do to her, listening to different ways he could kill her, too afraid to live, too afraid to die. The only thing that was stronger than her fear was the fact that God was still in control. Even when the enemy started playing with her mind, making her see trash cans move around the house, she prayed even more. She needed God to help her. Sharon found herself in some difficult situations. It also spread to abuse of her children. There was one incident where her and Charles were sitting at the dining room table. He started talking about how beautiful she was and he was so controlling. She could only wear her hair uh, down when he was around. She had nice long hair but it had to be up when he would leave to go to work and if for some reason she had her hair down He said he suspected her of her cheating and he would beat her. But one incident that stands out in her story is that they were eating dinner. And at some point, he started talking about how she was beautiful. This is after he had shot her and she was in the wheelchair. She's at one end of the table in the wheelchair. He's at the other. He gets up and comes towards her and starts saying how beautiful she is. But little did she know, he had a cigarette lighter and set her hair on fire. He just strolled outside as she struggled getting to the bathroom, rolling in her wheelchair to put her hair, uh, get uh, fire, uh, get the water and, and, and get that fire out of her head from burning her. That was how bad the abuse, but she finally... God bless her. And if you want to 
I tell you, it is a page turner. If you want to really um, know about her entire story, before I do make it into a movie or documentary, you need to get it from graceentwineministries.com. But I want you to remember, I want you to remember, love should never hurt. Love should never hurt. We are still praying that bodies are blessed physically and emotionally, free from abuse. Yes, breast cancer, my, we pray, we pray, we pray that there'll be a cure, that we'll do those things to take care of our bodies. And also with the instance of domestic violence, that that will be eradicated. That people will have the right kind of love in their heart that never hurts anyone physically, emotionally, verbally, and otherwise. Until next time and another episode of Body, Soul, and Pocketbook. Don't know what area we're going to be going to next time, but I want you to be blessed. Bye-bye. If you want to be blessed in all areas of your life, you got to know that God's intentional. Intentional. If you want a balanced message from the Listen to this inspiration, inspiration. Please tune in to Body, Soul, and Pocketbook. Body, Soul, and Pocketbook. Body, Soul, and Pocketbook. I want to bless you. Body, Soul, and Pocketbook.